0: So, um, welcome back finally to, a, to, to another episode of Wascast. <laughs> Who would have thunk it?
1: Well, I guess you just had to wait until you had a whiskey that was worth, uh, worth podcasting about.
0: I think that's pretty much what it came down to. Um, it's been a little bit busy and, and just wanted to wait till the right moment. But it's kind of like that with whiskey, isn't it? You, you kind of have a bottle and you have it sitting there and you're waiting for the right moment to open it.
1: Yeah, or the the right moment to bottle it, like (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah, maybe. Um, did you want to listen to the advertisement for the whiskey that we're about to drink to, so you get a bit of a taste for how I got excited about buying this particular bottle?
1: Yes, sounds like a plan.
0: Lovely, let's do this.
1: Happy Father's Day, Dad. Cheers, son. Mr. Offerman, you have a call. This better be important. I'm having a drink with my father. It is. There was a mix-up at the distillery, and we made too much whiskey. Don't get more barrels to age in. The whiskey will go waste. Is everything okay, son? It will be. Mr. Alperman, how can I help you? Do you have any empty barrels? Sure, right over here. How many do you need? All of them. Hello? The barrels are en route, sir. Every drop of whiskey will be safe. how you did. Have you met me? What took you so long? I already finished my drink. I'll make it up to you. Next round's on me. Lagavulin Offerman Edition Guinness Cask Finish. A limited time father-son
0: creation. How cool is that? So the concept was that it was going to be released for Father's Day. Of course, we got it a little bit late in the late in the picture <laughs> because Father's Day had well and truly come and gone by the time. It made its way to Australian shores. And then we hadn't had a chance to open it. So it, it's been sitting on the shelf for nigh on a month. It's crazy. Uh, but you couldn't get this at
1: bottle shops though.
0: No, no, no. We had to order this through the Whiskey Club. Um, so it's been delivered, (laughs) It's 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 gone on this trip around the world. And in these sort of crazy times where particularly in Australia, like the East Coast had been locked down, it's, it's a bit of a feat, got to us a lot quicker than I thought it would. It wasn't supposed to get to us until the end of this month. And it got to us at the beginning. So I was kind of excited about that, but you know, I'm really excited about Actually, taking a sip of it because I just smelt it and it smells absolutely delicious. Do you want to um, do a bit of cheers and?
1: I just hope I can actually smell it because my nose has got all, all uh, a bit. Yeah, drippy. what's that about? Oh, I can smell it. I can smell it. How could you not smell lagavulin? It smells. It very, might do you some good. It smells very Lagavulin-y. Are
0: you, do you think you're a bit hay Uh I
1: don't know. I don't know what what, <laughs> what the cause of it was, but uh, yeah. It's, Maybe the uh, white wine that you drank earlier. Possibly. Yeah.
0: Full of full of things that you shouldn't have in your system. Histamines. <laughs> Whereas you know you're safe with whiskey. Have you had a sip yet? No, no I haven't. So a type of a smell? I mean, to me, it smells pretty, pretty likeable. in well,
1: we, there's nothing really different, bef- is there? Before we actually do, do drink it, though, it's very odd, though. Why, mm. why is this? Why is this such an odd whiskey?
0: Okay, so it's not odd. It's um, it's just distinct. So we we didn't really know a lot about Nick Hoffman. Like we knew a little bit here and there. Um, we'd probably only really watched him in a performance on TV when we saw him on The Good Place. Mm-hmm. We did try and watch Parks and Rec some years ago and we just didn't dig it. Um, but it was after sort of watching him on The Good Place that we just like, oh, maybe we should watch some Parks and Rec. And and, and so we got to know Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. <sighs> Ron Swanson. Um, so Ron Swanson, who – Really loves a Lagavulin. It's really what it comes down to. And in 2019, um, I don't know how long I've been with the Whiskey Club now, but um, it's it's been a few years, hasn't it? Yeah. But in 2019, they got their pause on the first Offerman edition, and that was just. I mean, I've always enjoyed a Lagavulin. And I, I don't know. It's it's just one of those ones that it's just got all the right things for me because I like the peaty whiskies, but I also like them when you know you can taste the ocean. You can taste you know the 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 iodine and stuff like that because we've we've stayed on Isla, yeah, and that iodine smell that washes in off the ocean is just absolutely divine. And to actually bottle that and to send it around the world, I think that's pretty special. So Lagavulin's always had a, a pretty special place in my heart. Um, do you enjoy drinking it generally? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no, I, I like uh, Lagavulin, but uh, I'm not as much into the Petey Whiskies as you are, though.
0: Mm. Yeah, But you do enjoy a Lagavulin?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy a Lagavulin, yeah. But, uh, of the Petey
0: Whiskies, which would be your favourite?
1: Um... Yeah, probably Lagavulin would probably be the, the, my favorite out of the PD whiskies. Mm. Yeah, cool. But the the interesting thing is though, I mean, the first um, of the Lagavulin uh, with Nick Offerman was just like a younger version of their their sixteen year old. I <sighs> uh, I see the thing
0: with the the first one when you smelt it, I smelt just Lagavulin, and I was quite satisfied with that. But when you actually tasted it i just got this dense brown sugar kind of feeling as well as the Mm. normal lagavulin so it just had this of sweetness that kind of lifted it but it was like a like a yeah just brown brown sugar is the only word that i could use to describe the extra taste that i got it wasn't a caramel it was more of a, a yeah that was mm. the the like but the the really dark yeah. brown sugar kind of taste. So, I don't did you not experience any difference? You didn't really get anything from the first one? I I can't remember it to be honest with you. Oh, really? Yeah. Cuz like it's one of those ones where um if I could experience that again, I would in a heartbeat. It's just so yummy uh. and it it just really really struck me as one of those ones where you go, "Wow, this is something special." So, I was pretty happy with that so when they said so that was 2019 that they released that one when they said that they were going to release a Lagavulin that was going to be another Offerman edition I was excited but then I saw that it wasn't just going to be an Offerman edition it was going to be an Offerman edition that was actually aged in Guinness casks so I don't think I've ever spoken about it on this podcast anyway but I was a massive Guinness fiend from fairly young. Oh. <laughs> Still enjoy Guinness to this day, um, but really, really enjoyed Guinness. A um, little bit of Kilkenny as well. Um, so the fact that they could actually marry up like a villain with Guinness,
1: it's a perfect match. It really is for me. So this is where it's, it's odd though because like mm-hmm. Guinness – is Irish and Leg of All is Scottish. And you would, you'd think if you're going to have a, a whiskey that was in, uh, Guinness casks that it would be like a Jamison's or something like that.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's not actually Guinness casks from St. James Gate in, in Dublin. It's from the Open Gate, I think it is. Oh no. <laughs> um yeah it's from the open gate brewery in baltimore in the u.s right so but guinness like i mean it's like anything like you kind of end up like you know you've got um little creatures in australia and it's not just um brewed in Fremantle. Mm. they've they've got some stuff that they brew over in um in melbourne as well and there's some i think hong kong's got a brewery as well Mm. so it's it's Bit of a worldwide phenomenon. Um, I guess like, you know, you can move your stuff around. I guess it's got a different character when it's been, um, brewed somewhere else. Just like if you had a whiskey that was the same recipe that was aged or, um, distilled somewhere else, it's going to have slightly different characteristics, mm. right? Depending on the water and everything like that. So yeah. Um, do you want me to read the back of the box? You yeah, get uh, all boring with it. Um, so the back of the box says, my dad is famous across the Midwest as the winningest and only man to ever be tolerated by my mother, the famous beauty Catherine of County Kendall. So I'm guessing his mum's Irish. <laughs> I've prospered just, uh, I've prospered greatly by his example, as he has instructed me in crafting a good life. One of his best lessons. Is to be always, sorry, is to always c- carry a clean handkerchief. Isn't that something that your dad's got a thing with? He's always got a handkerchief with him. Um, but he also teaches me to work hard and to try my darndest at whatever task I have and have the privilege to essay. After a job well done, we always enjoy a comfortable seat and a well earned, heavily peated single malt scotch whiskey. This is why the new Offerman Lagavulin 11 Year is right up our workbench. We take the traditional Lagavulin peatiness, that singular aroma that can only be concocted in one idyllic spot on this green earth, and toss in notes of red berries and green apple to establish an incredibly an incredible fountain of flavour. Good fun, right? Now comes the funnier part. Sorry. I'm going to say that again. <sighs> now comes the fun part. Stay with me. We have taken possession of American white oak barrels within which delectable Guinness beer formerly slumbered at Baltimore's Guinness Open Gate Brewery. And apparently Baltimore is derived from the Irish name Bale and Timor. I don't know how to say Irish stuff, um, but it's all looking very Irish oh, yeah. and fancy, fancy on the page. Then goes on to say, Then we shipped these noble casks from Maryland across the vast ocean until they ultimately landed in Scotland, where we filled them anew with delicious Lagavulin. After four months of purely platonic finishing, the golden brown elixir of the gods has been imbued with traces of chocolate, wisps of vanilla, and a chili pepper kick that stays in the finish until the party is over. I'm extremely satisfied with the liquid we have created, but I wasn't certain until my dad tried it. He took his time considering all of the complex layers. Then he looked me in the eye, nodded firmly and shook my hand. I hope you feel the same, (sighs) Nick Offerman. And it's really cool, like the the packaging that it comes with. Um, I think they've done a really good job with it. So you've got some sort of on the back, you've got a, a picture of Nick and his dad in a boat, but with the three Guinness birds flying above. Oh yeah, um, like they're fishing, and and they've got the birds above. Um, you've also got you know the traditional um, Lagavulin emblem, and on the front, of course, the the Offerman edition. Um, uh, it's not a it's not a silhouette. I don't know what you call that kind of portrait. Um, maybe etching. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on the inside, it's got um, a an image of Nick and his dad um putting some whiskey into the barrel sort of, um hammering it in yeah. and if it, if the words if I succeed it's because I supply uh, I aspire to be half the work my dad is which I think is really nice yeah. nice sentiment mm. but I just think that it's really cool and then the bottle itself was really cool because where the you normally break the seal on a bottle, above the cork was white, and then below it was dark and it almost represented a little pint of pint of Guinness. <laughs> which I thought was just a cute little layer. Very nice. So the question is was smelt this. I've nearly drunk this three times. So are you ready to have a bit of a taste? Yes, some us have a taste. Of Excellent. It. Can we now cheers and <laughs> have a taste, not just smell it? Tastes good. Oh, that's smooth. <laughs> that chocolatey, oh
1: kind of got a bitterness on the back of my tongue.
0: Yeah, I reckon it's that. You know when you're drinking Guinness and you think it's it's got that aftertaste? Ooh. Almost like a, like you've just had some Vegemite or something like that, but it doesn't have the Vegemite taste. It's just got that bitterness. Mm. Maybe that's where the peppercorns sit on it.
1: Well, you know, because you're saying like a, a chili kind of... Mm. Kind of tastes like- it
0: does have that little bit of a sting. I mean, it's kind of weird because we just had curry for dinner a little bit earlier, mm. so it's not quite hot, but it does have that mouth
1: peppery kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Mm. that's I've always thought that the peated whiskies go really well with dark chocolate, but I reckon this would be absolutely
1: brilliant.
0: A mm. little bit of dark chocolate. It's
1: a very different. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a a straight up kind of whiskey. It's got a very different kind of taste to it. Mm.
0: You yeah, know that um, like Guinness has got that sort of that velvety mouthfeel. Mm. I think it's partly because you've got that that head on it that makes you think velvety sort of connections. But I think that this. Has got that same. I think that's why the chocolatey flavour works so well. Ooh. Oh, yum! But it's not too. It's like it's mellowed out some of the smokiness, but it's still got the the iodine. Oh, yum!
1: Yeah, because it's not a um, it's not a full on. Um, heavily peated tasting whiskey. Mm. It's weird, though, because
0: I'm really upset that you can't readily get the 16-year-old like a volum at the moment. Hopefully it'll come back in, whereas they've got this eight out on the shelf, which to me is just not a patch on it. Mm. And, you know, this is an 11-year-old, but it's got – as much, if not – well, I guess it's gone through a different process, so it's got a different character. But I think it's got as much character as you'd expect out of a Lagavulin. Mm. Oh, I quite like that. So if you were to um, be given a choice between drinking this, say, and a bottle of – what's one of your favourite ones? Like you really like the Lasanta. L- mm. Um Glenmorangie, sorry, <sighs> Lasanta. Um, do, which which would you choose? Uh,
1: probably the uh, Angie La
0: Santa. <laughs> you still don't. You're just not that big a fan of the the peated whiskies, are you?
1: No, I just go go more to um the uh the sweeter kind of subtler tastes. Mm. So yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's fair. I mean, you. I mean, your preferred drink of choice is probably wine, right? Yeah. But you do enjoy the odd beer. Mm -hmm. I just find it um, interesting. (sighs) Um, Yeah, I was like trying to work out where in the world um, Guinness is brewed as well while we're having a wee sip. And there's three Guinness breweries in Africa. I know there's one in Nigeria. I'm pretty sure there's one in Ghana, but I'm just having trouble trying to find one. Um, uh, Sorry, to try and find a listing of all the... Um, breweries that are there. Um, okay, so Nigeria, Ghana, and Cameroon. There's one in Malaysia, and um, of course the Baltimore one as well oh. as the Dublin brewery.
1: Interesting.
0: Well, we knew that the African ones were there yeah. because we did a tour of um, Guinness when we we're in um, when we we're in Dublin, but I just had no idea that they'd actually. I guess gone worldwide Mm. because I didn't know that it was one in Malaysia, but that's something to do when we head up to that region. Very true. So we've talked about doing Singapore Mm. and stuff.
1: But the Guinness we drink in Australia, isn't that brewed in Australia as well?
0: No, I Uh. think it's bottled in Australia. Ah. I don't think it's brewed here. So I think that's the the difference. You know, to ship things when they're in separate um, containers, it's cheaper to do it en masse.
1: Right, okay. Do
0: the shipping en mass and then um and then stick it into containers and sell it on the market over here. Yeah, you know, whether it's put into um uh, kegs or cans. Kegs, cans, bottles. Uh. Do they still do bottles of whiskey? Um of whiskey? <laughs> yeah, they do bottles of whiskey. Do they still do bottles of Guinness? I think, you used to be able to get them. Yeah, I
1: think it's generally uh cans of Guinness. Mm. I've not seen bottles in a long time.
0: Mm. It's weird because I haven't seen the actual stout in a long time. I've only seen, like, the Guinnesses and, like, you know how you used to be able to get the, the carbon carbonated one as opposed to the nitrogen yeah, one? Yeah, So I haven't seen that in a very, very long time out here.
1: Yeah, I think it's just mostly the uh, the cans with the little widgets in it. Mm. Yeah.
0: But you did, for a while, get the bottles with the widget in it. Remember they had the little yeah, funny-shaped yeah. widget? It was a bit weird because it was a bit hit and miss as to whether it worked. yeah. <laughs> Whereas the round ones seem to have been, um, a working technology for some time now, decades. Mm. That's interesting. I think somewhere I've got a picture, haven't I? It's like a, um, just a block mount and it's an old ad from, um, yeah, it's up in it? the theatre room. Oh, it is up yeah. there. Oh, okay, cool. I was wondering where it was. And it's, um, got Guinness, um, on tap to take home, which is, you know, when they started doing, I think it was, I want to say the late 90s when they started doing the widgets Mm. Mm.
1: from way back then. So success? Yeah, no, it's a very nice whiskey. I quite enjoy it. Any other comments? Although it's probably one you don't want to, like, you know, hammer it down. It's like a – No, 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 no. it's
0: like the one that you have. It's weird because now when you first – Smell it, you just go, oh, yeah, that's Lagavulin. But I'm getting all these sort of floral, like almost, you know, like
1: that,
0: I don't know how to say it, like that pollen kind of smell. Yeah, well, it's probably like a blocked nose. It's just like that honey kind of smell mm. that you get and it's almost like a pollen. I don't know how to say it. It's like a really rich kind of sweetness that's not necessarily – I don't know, not flowery, not sweet. It's weird. It's kind of that in between.
1: That's a very nice He's done, Nick Hoffman's done very well.
0: I think he did did his proud, did his dad proud. Yeah. I might have to organise to let dad try a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time.
1: Hopefully it won't be uh, such a, <laughs> a, a, long, a long time between drinks.
0: I don't know how long it's been. I think it <laughs> might have been like a year. Oops. Sorry. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture.